Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Wendy Curtis, Kate Orr, and Daryl Shetterly, the Chief Innovation Officer, the Senior Innovation Council, and the Director of Oric Analytics, respectively, for Oric, a global law firm. Hi, everyone. How's your day going? Hi, Ari. Thanks for having us. We're actually all together today in Wheeling at our Global Operations Center. Kate and I um, reside in our D.C. office, but we were here today to finish our hackathon process for the year. So as of this afternoon, we, uh, the innovation team, have done hackathons with over a 1,000 ORIC employees. And today we did it in Wheeling at our Global Operations Center, two sessions with over 100 attendees over the course of the day, including the mayor of Wheeling. We had a law professor and a law student from Pitt. We had a legal operations professional from a corporation in the region, and we really asked for all the members of ORIC to help us think about our ongoing innovation strategy. We have been very successful at innovation, but innovation is a constant process, so we can't stop, we can't rest on our laurels, and we have to constantly be thinking about what's next, how can we better fit our clients' demands, how do we continue to attract the best talent, and how do we integrate technology. So we're thrilled to be here, and we're thrilled to be together. And Ari, this is Daryl Shedderly. I'm resident in Wheeling, West Virginia for six years, and I love this place, and I'm glad to see our annual hackathons winding down here. Incredible energy and ideas from the hundreds of people that are in this building. Oric recently launched a new investment initiative for legal tech startups. As part of this really interesting campaign, how does that align, Wendy, with the firm's core business? So it really fits in two ways. One, at Oric, we focus on three sectors, energy, finance, and tech and innovation. And so because we work with technology companies, because we work with companies who innovation is a huge part of their overall business plan, this is very much a part of who we are and an industry that we understand. Also, specific to innovation at Oric, we have a portfolio approach. So we have our Global Operations Center, which we've talked about a little bit already, we have Oric Labs, which is our skunk work center where we can develop internal technology if it's not available in the market. We have Oric Analytics, which I hope Daryl will have a chance to talk about a bit more. Will do. We have all of the innovation that we're doing with talent, including the creation of new roles, different talent, career paths. And then we have hackathons and then our commitment to really reevaluating the way that we deliver legal services. And so all of that focus really is about our clients. And so this opportunity to invest in technology companies that we think are going to be successful that will also give us an opportunity to beta technology early and accelerate the pace with which we can bring those technologies to our clients. So that's really how this all fits with our overall strategy. Kate, why has innovation taken such a central role in law firm operations in the past year or so? It's no secret that the legal profession and law firms are changing. Clients are increasingly focused on how we are delivering our legal services to them, including how we're staffing the work that we're performing for them, how we're pricing the work, the technology that we're using and bringing to bear on their engagements and how that can impact their bottom line. 
And they also really do care about the processes that we have in place to ensure that we're working as efficiently as possible. So innovation in law firms is growing to meet all of those challenges. And it requires a real commitment by law firms to do so. I mean, it, it may seem easy to an outsider to, you know, implement a process to make something better, faster, and stronger. But to actually identify and scope and execute on a real meaningful change, it's a tremendous amount of work. And it's something that we, the three of us in this room, are focused on every day. So innovation at the firm and in law firms is taking on that incredible role and incredible challenge to really deliver the highest quality services to our clients at the metrics and price points that they expect. And it's something that clients are increasingly asking for. They're looking for it, and we work with them to figure out what it is that they want, where they're going, and the ideas that they have. Wendy mentioned that our clients participate in our hackathons, and we've gotten great ideas from our clients as well. And Kate, Daryl, and I have been meeting with clients to talk about innovation in the legal department, but what's even more exciting and I think interesting and just really engages our intellectual curiosity is we're getting to hear about innovation in our clients' business and then looking for whether or not that can translate in how we deliver legal services. So we were in a meeting recently with a global retailer and we were talking about how they were using AI in the business and then able to talk to the experts within the business to talk about how we're using AI in the law and bring that all together. We also heard from a client who said, we're as much now an information management company as we are a, and I'm just going to anonymize, blank mm-hmm. industry company. The proposition being data is driving decisions. Data is allowing our clients to better serve their customers, and we're doing the same. Daryl, when did you give you a shout out earlier? Tell us what role Oric Analytics plays in the firm's innovation roadmap. So Oric Analytics is all about using different types of people, process, and technology to deliver legal services more efficiently. And so what that means, for example, from a people perspective, is that in addition to the traditional timekeepers you expect in a law firm, we also have folks in other roles. So we have a statistician. We have tech-savvy, non-partnership track attorneys. We have project manager types, technologists, big data analytics folks. And so there's a different type of human coming to the table in Oracle Analytics. And then from a process perspective, the people are using more advanced processes. So our process regime is built on the Six Sigma Lean model where we are bringing repeatable process, checklists, defined workflows, and auditable processes to the delivery of legal services. From a process perspective, we think about things holistically and systematically, not as an ad hoc um, one-off. And then from a technology perspective, Wendy mentioned Oric Labs, our Skunk Works building technology, but we also work, of course, with a variety of legal tech vendors across the industry, which is one of the reasons why we're so excited about this venture fund. I think it's all of the above people process technology changing the way that we deliver legal services. Wendy, how can firms align their various innovation initiatives under a single effort? So we represent the leadership of the innovation department, and we each in a respective role lead a various service offering to our clients. And so coming together, we're able to leverage our expertise and our experience, and we're ensuring that those offerings are not too siloed. But then also as the innovation team, we help bring rigor to the evaluation of innovation ideas across the firm and help make sure that those are where we invest 
resources, that those projects and initiatives are consistent with and aligned with our overall firm strategy, our firm sectors, and the other points that I talked about. But I would also say that there, it's important that innovation does not become bureaucratic. So although we are a centralized group, our job is not to singularly be the generator of ideas, but I often talk about the need to have a thousand seeds um, out in the firm with a lot of different ideas developing. And one way we do that is we give innovation credit to our associates, but to allow all those seeds to develop to, I don't know what's the, the proper gardening terminology, but a sprout, you know, or it's beyond a sprout. Germination. Seed. Yeah, germination. Once it's about to flower, if it's going to flower, then we come in and help again, bring the resources and we also help the individual or the group that's got the flowering sprout that they know the benefit of all the experience we've had to date with other innovations so that it's like putting fertilizer on the plant, that it grows faster because we have all that knowledge in one place and they're not recreating the business modeling or the technology evaluation or what kind of staff will be able to support or how long it would take to go to market. Those are things that we know from previous projects and can help that team. And we're able to connect the different silos across the firm and the things that they're doing and point people to others who are experiencing the same dilemma. Kate, presumably you need to have people who come to you with innovative ideas in order to build that support network. So how do you create a culture of innovation? It's such a large global organization. I mean, I can really think of three ways that I think that we do so, and we do so successfully. And the first, Wendy just touched on, and that's involving everyone in innovation within the firm. Sitting here, I could tick off on my hand probably five or six specific ways within Auric that we encourage folks to have innovative ideas and to submit their ideas. We have an annual innovation prize that we award to someone each year. We have the hackathons that we just wrapped up here at the GOC today. I mean, we really do solicit ideas, and we try to do it in as many different ways as possible. Some folks like to talk. Some folks like to email. And we talk, and we encourage, and we walk the halls to understand pain points and get people thinking about ways to improve. The second way is that I think is important is we actually execute on the ideas. So as Wendy said, you know, part of our job is to help, you know, identify the ideas and empower folks to use the resources and execute on them. And it seems obvious, but if you if we aren't executing and showing meaningful change, the ideas would come to a complete stop. And I'm going to borrow from Wendy's germination. Like, we are trying to build Jack and the Beanstalk, the plant <laughs> to the sky. Uh, so now you're up next, Sarah. Right, you have to start thinking about your germination um, quote next. And then the third way that I think we do so is that we really recognize and measure the successes of our innovation. From the beginning to an end of a project to execute it on an idea, we're thinking about how can we measure the success of this. And that includes measuring tangible impacts on, you know, the dollars, the cents, the time spent doing something versus having a machine do it. We're very thoughtful about capturing those analytics and measurements and then sharing the success within Auric. So really keeping it top of mind and showing everyone the impact that even the smallest change can have throughout the firm and for our clients. And I think we also have to recognize our chairman who has articulated this as part of our core strategy. And so with that kind of support, we're empowered to have a bigger impact. And I think Kate is also modest. We do a lot of listening. So Kate and Daryl and others meet with our individual practice groups or business units to learn their business. 
and then to talk to them about innovation that's already underway that is going to resonate with what they do and their clients. And then also with our colleagues in the practice groups, we then go and listen to our clients. What do you need? What are your pain points? And that focus of listening, I think it actually is a really important part of how we've gone about doing this. Daryl, how can firms build multidisciplinary teams to do some of this and execute on a unified vision? So Wendy mentioned culture earlier, and I know that sounds like a gimme answer, but Auric is different in that I believe because you represent so many tech clients and we pay such attention to where our clients are going, that change and innovation and this concept of doing things differently is in the DNA of our attorneys. And so because we've had the Global Operations Center in Wheeling now for 15 years plus, because we have different types of folks across the firm, not just the folks on work analytics we talked about earlier, but also the, the career associate program, non-partnership track attorneys across the firm and practice groups, we've got this mentality of right timekeeper, right task. And that cultural reality is, I think, crucial to the fact that we don't have to go out and sell the idea of pulling in a different type of resource for a multidisciplinary team. Rather, partners come to us and say, okay, I've got a new matter. I need someone with this type of skill set or that type of skill set. And I think that is part of what makes Auric a different, unique place to work and having a different approach to law. Wendy, how do you see the era of law firm innovation evolving? First, the time of talking about lawyers and non-lawyers is over. That distinction mm-hmm. is a defining factor in a law firm culture. It just has to stop, as you just asked, and Daryl just answered, the idea of multidisciplinary teams is critical. The contribution of technologists and business professionals is huge. I also think that because of that, we're seeing a whole new career path within law and also different skill sets that are needed. And we're seeing in the law schools, I think we're at two, three dozen law schools now that we're looking at who have technology process and innovation programs. And so these skill sets are now really the core skill sets that you have to be successful in law. And then I spoke at a panel recently and a panelist reported that of all the lawyers that were surveyed, only 37% would go back to law school. And it is my real hope that innovation is going to change that. And I think I'm going to speak for the three of us, and you all can correct me, but I think we really love what we do. And I think we're really lucky. And I hope that these changes with predictability for work and cost and resources, also technology, which allows the lawyers to focus on the more complex tasks or any member of the team on more complex tasks, And then the greater quality that technology will bring, all of that will have and help us have greater satisfaction in our own careers and achieve greater satisfaction with our clients. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Wendy Curtis, Kate Orr, and Daryl Shetterly, the Chief Innovation Officer, Senior Innovation Counsel, and Director of Auric Analytics, respectively, for Auric, a global law firm. Thank you all very much. Thanks, Ari. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.